Income Tax Podcast with Mike Grinning. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artist makers and content creators where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at Mike Bone. And you can check out some of my work on my website, which is mikebrennan.me. Also, we would love for you to join our online Facebook group, which is Daily Creative Habit. It is made up of creative individuals who are coming together to say, I want to show up more consistently for my creativity and craft. We also have some folks who have been away from their art and their creativity for a long time, and they're trying to reintroduce themselves to that part of their lives. So if that's you, we would love to have you as part of our community there. Simply head to dailycreativehabit.com, and we look forward to seeing you in the group. Now, for this week's episode, I'm going to do another Q&A session. And just one question this time. I am traveling about, and uh, things time's a little short. So just want to pop in real quick with this one question that was asked from our community. And the question is, how do you stay inspired? I think this is kind of a big question, right? Because many times we think inspiration has to come before we actually set out to do our work. But for me, showing up every single day for the past nine plus years has taught me that inspiration is something that you actually prepare for. It's not simply just in the moment being struck by the muse or seeing something that sparks an idea. You kind of have to prepare for it. And what I mean by that is you need constant intake. You can't draw from an empty well. I talk about this a lot sometimes when people are trying to pour out and pour out and pour out creatively and they don't take time to actually pour into themselves. They're trying to draw from an empty well. And that's when you come up dry. That's when you don't have any inspiration. You don't have any ideas. And you kind of feel like you're just waiting on something to happen instead of going and making something happen. So particularly for me, what inspires me? Well, I do a lot of pop culture themed art. And so for one, other people's art inspires me, such as movies and television. I like to take in my entertainment and uh, I enjoy a lot of the Marvel movies and Star Wars movies and the Walking Dead universe and all of those kind of things. And that actually inspires me a lot of times because the stories and the characters speak to me and I find something interesting or I get sparked with an idea for a series, perhaps. I do a lot of portraits. So for pop culture portraits, I may work my way through a series of characters that are based on a television show. Um, You never quite know when something may strike you and inspire you where it's going to come from. And so for me, knowing that a lot of my work is centered around pop culture, I'm feeding myself with a lot of those things. Also music and popular entertainment. Um, Anything that can get me in a place where I find something interesting and also perhaps something that somebody's talking about or someone that people are talking about. And I'm trying to tap into some conversations that are already happening so that when I create some art and I show up with my art into those conversations, 
I'm not trying to drum up excitement for it or interest. I'm simply joining a conversation that's already happening. So I know that's very specific to pop culture type of art, and maybe you are a different type of creator. What I would say is make sure that you surround yourself with things that feed you, things that you find yourself drawn to. I like going to museums. I like seeing the old masters, and I like taking in color palettes and looking at brush strokes and themes that have occurred in the past. All of that inspires me, and I want to do better work. There's also times when I've gone out, honestly, to some stores. Now, this is more on my graphic design side, but I have frequented, say, Barnes & Nobles or some other bookstore and looked around at some of the book covers. I did this most recently when I was looking at book covers that used illustrations. What types of illustrations were being used? What uh, fonts and typography were being used on the covers? What color schemes are popular? And I started to take note of these things and make a little collection so that when I needed those things, when I headed into a new series and I was thinking to myself, what kind of colors do I want to use? I always gravitate towards the same ones. You know, you have your favorites. I want to bust out of that a little bit. What else can I do that can make something a little different for me? What color schemes can I employ? And so I may go back to that reference and look at some of those colors that I flagged to say, I thought these were interesting and these are popular colors. And so again, it's not going to look foreign when I create this art and put it out there. Um, I have also looked at, um, you know, t-shirt designs and other types of colors that are popular in fashion, uh, in signage for stores. You can find inspiration no matter where you are if you just look, if you're open. Sometimes inspiration comes in non-visual ways for me. It's through conversations or through a song. Sometimes it's through an experience that I have. If I'm feeling particularly sad, something happened in my life, and I feel like I need a way to harness that and create art around it so I have uh, an outlet, then I let my feelings guide me and inspire me to create some art that is maybe sad. Um, I'm using colors that are more muted. I'm using subject matter that lends itself to being sad. Um, you can really find inspiration anywhere you are if you're open, if you're looking. And I think that's a big thing. We have to be aware, we have to be open, and ready to receive and ready to capture. Because that's the other thing. A lot of times we may see something that inspires us, but we tend to forget by the time we actually are sitting down to create something ourselves, that inspiration is gone because we haven't recorded it. So figuring out a way not only to identify what's being, uh, what's inspiring you, but also a way of capturing it. So for example, if I was out at a store and I saw some signage with some colors that I liked, maybe I snap some photos and I store that in a Google Drive or a Google document, uh, or I use a, an application like Evernote, a way to collect that, record it, and be able to go back to it when I need it and find it, because that's the other thing, right? <laughs> a lot of us may take a lot of photos in our 
uh, phones, and then we're scrolling for days trying to look for that one thing. I know I was inspired. I know I was out someplace, and I saw this thing, and now I can't find it. Um, don't be that person. <laughs> and I'm preaching to the choir right now because for me, that's very difficult. Uh, I'm not the most organized person when it comes to that stuff. But where you can set up some systems, uh, employ some applications, and figure out what works for you so that you can re record this stuff and find it later when you need it. And let the stuff speak to you. Collect things from a bunch of different places. Maybe you're inspired by a meal that you had. Maybe you're inspired by uh, something in the theater or a dance. You see somebody moving a certain way and you're thinking, man, I could never move like that. But I'm inspired by this other person's excellence and their ability, their talent is inspiring me. And I want to use that inspiration now in creating my own things. So I think to answer the question, how do you stay inspired? I think you posture yourself to always be looking, always be open, and then record. Have stuff when you don't need it, so that when you do need it, it's readily available. That's really the key, I believe. That's how you stay inspired, because you're collecting things when you don't need it, and then on that day, maybe when you're sitting down to create something and you're feeling less than inspired, you can go back to those things that you've collected along the way that at one time spoke to you and get re-inspired or probe a little bit deeper and ask questions of like, why did this inspire me at the moment? Maybe I'm not having the same feeling right now, but what can this lead to? Where else can this go? So being open on the journey, collecting things, recording things, I think that's your best bet for how you stay inspired to create some of your own work. I hope you found this uh, helpful I'd love that if you have other ideas or you did find this helpful, reach out to me. Again, I'm on Instagram. I'm at Mike Bone. Just shoot me a DM. I would love to hear some of your thoughts and uh, hear if this was helpful to you at all. This was a mini episode, just popping in real quick, like I said, doing some travel, and we'll be back with some more interviews before you know it. But I hope that you guys are creating some amazing work and continuing to put it out there. And as I end every solo episode... I say, and I really mean it, go create something. Thanks for listening today. I'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, leave a rating and a review. It really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others.